Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, well, it was a good weekend, I hope you all had a good weekend. I gotta tell you a quick story before we jump into things. Uh, my dog Dugan, who's a shepherd golden lab mix of a creature, is now 10 years old. And he's, he's really low-key. Back in the day, he used to be kind of bananas, used to love and jump and give kisses to everybody. Uh, but a very friendly dog. And I take him for a walk uh, in the neighborhood uh, after dark. And he loves it because there's a lot of sniffs and he can go right in everybody's lawn and no one sees him. And he, not that he goes to the bathroom or anything. Uh, I, and I do pick it up if that's the case. But we came across uh, a home uh, that we pass all the time. And it's funny, in, in, the, in the summer months, there's stakes placed there with a sign that says, Pick up after your pet. And if you don't have bags, go to the telephone pole and get some. And sure enough, it's like a grocery store. You go to the telephone pole and there's a little um, roll of, of, of plastic um, doggy pickups. So I um, was passing that house and I saw a light, like a flashlight, and some commotion nothing crazy, but I kind of stopped and said, geez, is that guy talking to me? And I really couldn't hear because I had my uh, cell phone going with the uh, personal development and things I listened to. Uh, but nonetheless, I said, how you doing? You know, and sure enough, he came back with, you know, this coyote's out. I said, I said, tell me about it. I just saw a couple last night, you know, in the story that I told you guys where there was two coyotes running directly at me um and he said nothing tonight but um i'm ready for him and he comes down he's got a, a headband with a light on it and he's got a crossbow i'm like oh my goodness gracious and he's drinking a beer no big deal you know what i mean i i can relate to folks like that you know so i'm chit-chatting with him and we're, you know, having a good conversation, talking about the coyotes. And I'm saying, geez, I thought you could shoot them in your yard. He's like, you can. I said, no, I thought you could shoot them with a gun. He's like, nope, you have to be 500 feet from the closest residence. I said, oh, that's, that's too bad. And there's a lot of houses that are close in proximity. So the dog goes over to him. And I said, oh, Dogan's got to say hi to you. So he dropped the crossbow. And, and no, it didn't go off and shoot my dog. <laughs> but he bent over to pet him. And he spilt his beer on him. I said, oh, geez. So I said, my wife is going to kill me because, you know, I just took him to the groomer. And Dugan looks at me, holds his hands up, like, what the heck? And, and, and sure enough, I felt him and there was, there was some wetness there. But it was, it was innocent enough. The guy was a nice enough guy. Uh, and, you know, we parted ways and we, I haven't run into him since. Uh, because it was it only happened on Friday. So when I got Dugan home, Dugan's giving me the dirtiest look. He's like, you better not tell mom. 
and I'm petting them and kind of smelling them. She's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm smelling to see if the dog smells like Budweiser. She's like, why? And I told her the story. She's like, I can't believe you just told me that. I wish you didn't. I said, don't worry. He's fine. It dried. It doesn't, it doesn't smell anymore because it did initially. Uh, so we have to be, uh, caution. Uh, we need to take caution, uh, right after we get groomed. So I need to be careful uh, when it comes to where he goes and who he's going to encounter, because it can get uh, it can get pretty bananas. So anyway, uh, the weekend uh, was good, nonetheless. We took a long long walk to the beach, and he loves to sniff. And there's a lot of snow banks that he's that's still around, although most of them have melted now because of the uh, milder temps. But everybody everybody's doing well. Okay, getting into um, the message today, and it's it's a decent message today. One of the things I learned um, this weekend, I listened to a uh, a sermon from a bishop, Bishop Robert Barron, and a lot of the times when you read, or excuse me, well when you read or when you listen to uh, a sermon you can get a lot of great business development and personal development um, contents out of that. You, you really can. And um, Robert Bishop Robert Barron had said, you know, we need to love God first and then love everything else for the sake of God. He's like, if that is what your mantra is, if your mantra is your career, your family, um, your, uh, your extracurriculars, that's fine. But make your mantra your first and, and foremost, love it, and then love everything else for the sake of it. And I try to conceptualize that in my mind. I said, all right, say I was single and I was just focused on my career and I wanted to just really grow my business, my uh, entrepreneurial um, business. And I put love business first and then love everything else for the sake of my business. It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't it doesn't come out well. Love family first and then love everything else for the sake of family. I guess it sounds a little bit better, I guess, but I don't know, maybe that's just me, but it, there's a nice flow to it uh when you when you love God and you put God first in your life. Uh because everything else comes for the sake of God and everything that we do whether you are a believer or a non-believer it, it really doesn't matter <laughs> it, it, that's that's the way the way it is uh, but again uh, i don't want to harp that too much so moving right along um, i i wanted to touch base with you on something that i listened to uh, personal development wise and I've heard it a number of times and it's none of my business 
what you think about me. Or is it? You know, I've, I've thought about that and I said, you know something, that's a great point. It's none of my business what you think about me. But then I'm like, yeah, it is. I, I want to I know. I want to know exactly what you think about me because I come from the mentality of wanting to please everybody, you know, which is just not the case, although I try to do it. You know, I try to get everybody to like me. Uh, and then I do things that people don't like. You know, there's kind of a contradiction there. Uh, so, you know, it, it's got to work both ways. You know what I mean? I need to be uh, more apt to let things go of what people think about me and more concerned with my behavior, my actions. In, in what I do, um, you know, 10 people in a room, um, you know, to make nine people laugh, I'll make fun of the one guy, you know, well, what do you think the one guy thinks? He's certainly not too happy with me. That doesn't sit well with him. So that kind of resonated with me once I kind of dwelled on it for a bit. And I said, geez, you know, maybe I should, you know, um, adjust and alter the way um, I treat others. You know what I mean? I'm focusing on the nine that are laughing and being, uh, and enjoying it, and, and not so much the, the one that, I don't want to say feels threatened, but is, is somewhat hurt, I would think. So that was my takeaway uh, from the weekend. Um, Matthew Kelly, I listened to, uh, today, and he was talking about prayer and setting a time up for prayer, entering the classroom of silence for my non-believers. You know, take five, ten minutes. I say five because I can't do any more than five minutes right now. Uh, it's a struggle for me to do five minutes in silence. Um, but ideally, 15 minutes is, is, is what they ask they as in whoever that is <laughs> but take five minutes and spend some quiet time uh, in meditation with the universe with God with uh, thoughts of your loved ones but try not to think too much because thinking is just silently talking and we don't want to do any talking and during that time find out what is expected of you what does God want from you what does the universe want from you what does your family want of you what does your boss want of you and then ask God, God, what do you think I should do? And use that question always. The more of a dialogue we have with God and the universe, the more of a dialogue we'll have throughout the day when we spur-of-the-moment type decisions that we have to 
make and we want to you know make sure we're making the the right the right decisions you know there's so many people me included that are so concerned about getting the right coach the right mentor and having the right instruction and the right guide and just being um put in the in the in the right circumstance and that's not a bad thing folks i'm not saying that it is but what i'm saying is there's a a a big coach and mentor that can certainly help us out especially when we enter that classroom of silence for five minutes a day Uh, and i put it on my phone so every day at that particular time uh, i know and again, I might be walking the dog at that time, and I can't do it walking the dog. There's too many distractions, uh, even though it's quiet and peaceful and dark. But I do it, you know, immediately after I get done with this walk. And I, I can't say after, I don't know, what, the 17th of February I've been doing it, that there's been anything awe-inspiring, but... I'm starting to get used to it. And I think that's the key initially is to get used to the time. You know, I started at three minutes and three minutes actually was, wasn't, was, was too quick. Uh, I needed at least five minutes and I can see myself having to inch this up to 10 minutes a day, but let's stay at the five at this point. And when I do that, I just listen and it's so hard for me extremely hard for me, OCD, ADHD, um, attention deficit, you know, uh, it's, it's just a, a challenge, if you will, but we have to address our challenges, you know what I mean, we have to make do, you know, we got a sore elbow when we lift weights, well, we have to find an exercise to work out, you know, the biceps that the elbow is not sore, so, uh, part of that's age, but anyhow, I am uh, really trying to get better in tune with God. And again, just because I go to church every day and I've been a passionate Catholic my whole life does not mean I'm any more holy or spiritual than any one of you. You know, quite the contrary, actually. You know what I mean? I should be held at a higher standard in a certain respect and have a uh, a higher, um, you know, bar set for me. So there's people that are like myself that have no relationship with God, unfortunately. And it's a shame because they're, you know, probably receiving God at least once a week at church, at Mass. Um, okay, so I've turned this into a... Um, <laughs> into a um a preaching (laughs) um sermon here and i i did not want to do that so let me fast forward here uh to our friend darren day uh darren hardy the darren daily that i listen to every video i listen to every day and the title was why you might feel overwhelmed and in parentheses in what to do about it And the subtitle 
really says it all. You have to continually prune your life if you want to grow. Just like a plant, a shrub, a flower needs pruning, our life needs pruning. And let me just go through this again here. You have to continually prune your life if you want to grow. Be productive, produce fruit, and be a light to the world around you. Now that's not the, we refer to Jesus Christ as the light of the world, but that's not the, the, the insinuendo that uh, Darren is, is casting here. It's stating that we as individuals need to be a light to the world, to those around us. Um, you know, and if we want to be productive and we want to produce, you know, and we want to be that beacon of hope, uh, we need to be in tune with ourselves and uh, continually prune ourselves. And why do you do what you do? that way you know take a look at your habits your morning habits your afternoon habits your evening habits your habits at work your habits at home your habits with your friends habits when you're driving you know there may be some things that you can eliminate to make yourself a little bit more productive or a little bit uh, more inspired to do other things you know What are the outdated processes in your life or business operation? You know, go through those. Question everything you do. And spend the day asking why. You know, can kind of be somewhat of a retreat for you. So, that's the message for today, folks. Uh, I don't want to... um, you know, cloud your your input here with with the deity, uh, but it's it's good sometimes to have a, 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 a an adrenaline shot of of God once once in a while. Um, in the meantime, for those of you that are still listening, have a wonderful day. Uh, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.